and 11. They also examined news articles in 11 UK news outlets written about those studies. They combed the press releases and news stories for three types of exaggeration. Advice, say to stop eating eggs or to drink more coffee, that was not indicated by the scientific study. Stronger claims than indicated in the article, for example, saying that stress causes hemorrhoids, when a study might show only that stress was associated with hemorrhoids and directly relating findings to humans, when in fact the study was performed on, say, rats, mice, or cells. The results, published December 9th in the British Medical Journal, show that 40% of press releases contained explicit advice not indicated in the journal article. Another 33% of claims in press releases used stronger language than in the journal article. Finally, 36% of press releases inferred that a finding was related to human health when the study was not actually performed in humans. Exaggeration in the press releases went along with exaggeration in accompanying news articles. When advice was indicated in the press release, 58% of news stories also gave advice. News stories exaggerated associations 81% of the time if claims were also exaggerated in the press release. And when press releases improperly extrapolated animal findings to humans, the news extrapolated too, 86% of the time. When press releases were not exaggerated, news outlets did sometimes hype the results, but rates were much lower, between 10 and 18% of cases. The results suggest that some of the exaggeration that slips into news stories seeps in from press releases about scientists' work. Sharon Dunwoody, who studies media science messages at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, says that the tone of academic journals is intentionally extremely conservative, but that this caution can evaporate at the press release stage, where a scientist and her communication unit feel more willing to speak in certain terms. Exaggeration at this stage may simply come from researchers' excitement about work finally getting published, notes Paul Rayburn, author and journalist at the Knight Science Journalism Tracker. They publish a big study they've been working on for ten years, and they're excited, he says. Then all of a sudden they get press attention, and they're so excited, they say it will change treatment. This is a normal human thing. That puts a lot of pressure on the press officer to distill that excitement into a compelling press release. But press officers are usually not experts in the scientific studies they're promoting, notes Matt Shipman, a press officer at North Carolina State University in Raleigh. The people writing the news releases for the most part do not have a lot of technical expertise, he says. They rely on researchers to get it right. A researcher who takes little interest in crafting an accurate press release or who gets overly excited about the prospects of the work, combined with a press officer who is relying too much on the researcher for information, could result in a hyped press release. And at the end of the day, an institution's trying to attract coverage for its work, and that success is often measured in headlines. I think it's really important to actually look at how press offices are managed and run and how the outputs of media relations are measured, says Mark Henderson, head of communications at the Wellcome Trust in London. 
If all you're doing is counting the number of media hits you get, then a super-hyped press release may score better. If people feel that's what they're going to be measured on, that's a problem. But in Sumner's study, while exaggeration in the press release was associated with hype in the media, it didn't mean that the piece got more media attention. In fact, Sumner and colleagues showed that there was no significant difference in the amount of news coverage of studies with hyped or non-hyped press releases. This surprised us quite a bit, Sumner says. He hypothesizes that some journalists, especially those who specialize in specific areas of human health, can see through the exaggeration, and so hype may make little difference in whether or not a writer reports on a study. Another possibility is that the press releases being exaggerated are not equal in all other ways to press releases not being exaggerated. He notes.